Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We are going to talk about tables, ladders, and chairs, the talking smack that followed afterwards, Raw Smackdown Live, 205 Live, NXT, a bunch of news, and some who knows what's going on. But before I do that, I would like to welcome in the sexy Chucky T to my Dan Barry. Yes! Sorry, if that was really loud audio. Yes! Okay. Yes. Yes. Thank you. This is very accurate. Marianne. This is excellent. How are you? Can we make this a permanent tag team? An officer and a gentleman? (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh god i mean we could i guess that would be the best it's a very good representation true to be honest very true how lord knows i am i am chuck taylor (laughs) how have you been i've been really good i went to hood slam oh yeah oh fuck yeah because we talked about about it we had a we had a wrestle watch wrestling with friends day on was it saturday yes we did and i I had gone i had gone to hood slam in oakland the night before the same night as that fire my cousin was actually there um and got out it was it's a novelty Definitely. It's yeah. it's it's a crowd that is mostly college kids that aren't used to that don't watch wrestling. Right. And so they just go because they're straight up just a wrestler named Serial Man and he comes out <laughs> in his head as a cereal box. Like it, it it's just all around ridiculous. It's like R to X rated Chikara all level right. ridiculous. And so everybody that's there gets super amused and super impressed by like the simplest things. And I'm there with Mikey Nolan who said he would come on the podcast if you Yay. wanted to. Um, I'm there with Mikey Nolan and he was like, oh my God, we're so spoiled because we're so used to all these people were like, oh my God, that drop kick. And I was like, imagine winning a match with a drop kick. Like, <laughs> and I was like, the shit we see in PWG has us so spoiled, you know, but it was super entertaining because Brian Cage was there. Um, Brian Cage and Joy Ryan mm-hmm. and uh, Shotzi Blackheart, who had been taken over by the spirit of something or other and was Pizza Cat. <laughs> she's fucking great. If you don't know who she is, she's fucking great. Uh, she's got teal hair and she's great. Teal. But yeah, Drugs Bunny wrestled and he like snorted coke off of the top of every turnbuckle. <sighs> and he got to got he had some matches of his like who knows what he wrestled. Brian Cage had a great match. Wrestled Joy Ryan had a great match. There was just there was actually a lot of really impressive matches. Huh. A lot of it was ridiculous, but yeah. there was a lot of really impressive ones too. It's a super weird venue, but listening to Brosif <laughs> talk because it's live commentary. Yeah, which is you think John would hate I don't, Slam. We I went don't, over this. Y- yeah, it's very funny. To be honest, if you have the right people to do it, the guy who did it was really funny. And like, he reminded me the way he spoke just reminded me of me. (laughs) And I'm not being like, oh, he's awesome because that's what I sound like. No, he was just fucking hilarious. And like the way he spoke and the things that he did just reminded me of the type of personality I would have if Uh I was that like caliber level, like that kind of thing. He was just, except for the him coming out into the audience and just straight up just pouring alcohol into everybody's mouth. I would never do that. (laughs) I'm not that much fun. But uh, yeah, we had that wrestle night and we watched a bunch of matches and yeah, we, freaked out over that Pete Dunn uppercut. Yeah, we watched uh, a bunch of my favorite matches from this year. Uh, I wouldn't let him some, start Mark Andrews without me being there. With with some friends that um, are kind of into wrestling. When I was freaking out about Chikara like two years ago, they were like, we want to watch Chikara. Well, so I mean, we, we had... could still do that because it's hysterical. But yeah. then like start from like 
farther back. Yeah, so we would just watch Chikara, and then it kind of just turned into they would come over to watch some of the New Japan stuff. Like yeah. we had a New Japan thing where a bunch of people came over, and it just kind of stemmed off from there. And we've been trying to do this night for a little while, so we watched. Yeah, because they they want to get into it because they know how much we're into it. Yeah, and they appreciate it, and they see the type of things that we appreciate for it too which is awesome which is the type of friends you need that aren't into wrestling the open-minded kind yeah so there aren't very many of you so (laughs) so yeah we watched a bunch of matches i think we watched like three matches from bola night two because that was probably the best just the match where john showed up (laughs) yes there is if you have uh night two of bola from this year There is when Tommy End and Chris Hero are getting ready to take on Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix. There's that moment where they go out into the crowd. I am standing. I need very like awkwardly, a, I might add, because I am very worried. Well, I wasn't worried <laughs> because for my the safety. guy was standing right behind John yeah. and it looked like John said it. Yeah. If you've seen the match, you know, but Chris Hero and Tommy End are very scary individuals. Yes. Uh, but. <laughs> Yeah, I need to find like I might make that my profile picture on that on uh on Twitter. Have you seen the reverse picture of someone that had taken it from where kind of where you were standing? Of I posted it on Facebook. I feel like and I've there's seen a picture it. of TJ with like his shit eating grin, just like and I took a picture of it and I blew it up really huge, so it's just TJ's face. <laughs> and I post it as a reaction to things that he says all the time. <laughs> That's it's great. such a funny picture. That's have you great. seen it? I don't think I have. Oh no. my god, it's hilarious. I'm not on the Twitter much. It was it wasn't on Twitter, it was on Facebook. Oh, I don't think I saw that, but I'm not on the Twitter much nowadays. Dude, John's losing his brand for I'm, some reason. My brand well, I'm busy taken, at work. Taking a hit. I'm not at um I'm not a, a computer anymore at work. So uh Oh wow. Yeah. You can't do it like Nope. I cannot. Only I on lunch cannot. breaks. Only on lunch breaks is when I am uh on the Twitter sphere, so I was very confused when you and Dan were having like a fifty. I had like, oh yeah, you were like, what alerts. is going on? I had fifteen alerts on my on my phone, and I, I don't was even like, remember what, the what we fuck were talking about. On? Oh yeah, it was it was Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn, yeah, uh, Progress Champion Pete Dunn. By the Taking way, all the championships. So okay, we were just putting him over hardcore. That's what we were doing. All right, so let us talk about SmackDown Live's network special. TLC, uh, oh my goodness, what a hoot and a holler this event was. Uh, we started the night off with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt taking on Rhino and Heath Slater, and I thoroughly enjoyed this match. It made Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt look like the monsters that they should look like. Yes. Uh, but with Heath, you know, being the fighting champion that he is, you know, getting a few shots in here and there. I loved the finish. I thought the finish was absolutely amazing. Yes. Where Bray Wyatt does his weird spider thing and confuses, I think it was Rhino, right? <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I just showed him a picture of TJ, sorry. And it <laughs> confuses Rhino. He blew it up real big, though. And Randy Orton RKO's him, and it was just great. And we have new tag team champions. I the love Wyatt how they've family. Sh- yeah, how they made they invoked the clause of being able to have Luke Harper have it too, which I think is the Freebird. The Freebird rule. The new so, day thing. Yes, it was very cool because the the end like they they worked as a team, and at the end there was the uh, Randy grabs the belt from from Harper, mm-hmm. and then he puts it over his shoulder over his shoulder or over Har- harper's yeah. shoulder mm-hmm. so like 
it's a a their solidarity. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can still kind of tell they're a little iffy, but we're getting there. I mean, and I would be too. I I absolutely love love this. This is great. This is it. Almost reminds me of maybe a lesser um, two man power trip, which was Stone Cold Steve Austin and Triple H. Um, yeah, so kind of something like that. We had Carmella taking on Nikki Bella in a, I believe it was a no DQ match. Yes. They beat the piss out of each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, Carmella got a shiner. Dude. She got a And nice then she got little... eyeshadow in a match on SmackDown. Yes. <laughs> she got a shiner and she got beat by Nikki Bella. Uh, I know we. I said coming into this, I would have, I think a win for Carmella would have been better, but I'm... Uh, I was fine with it. I thought it was a fun little match where they just beat the shit out of each other. And uh, at the end, we found out that it, or well, Carmella is at least accusing Natalia of attacking Nikki Bella at the Survivor Series. Yes. I'm confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't Carmella. She says it wasn't me. But it, it was, was Natalia, her, wasn't it? No, we didn't. We never found out. Oh, okay. Because I do know that she's done that several times before, but I, it's happened so many times that I don't yes, know when so, it happened. Yes. They did a good job of storytelling. So when yeah. you think Nikki Bella gets attacked in the back, that of course it would be Carmella because she's always beating the shit out of her randomly. Yeah. We had the ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship between The Miz and... And Dolph Ziggler, and holy shit, this match was great. I love The Miz now. Well, The Miz has we, been on our, our list for a while. We, we're going to get to The Miz during SmackDown Live because mm-hmm. holy holy hell. Was he, he was so great. He was on one. But um, The Miz during, during this match, just great. And he also did it on his own. Mm-hmm. I mean, the low blow, yeah, but he did it on That's his own. Miz. And it's it's a ladder match. You can do whatever you want. That's so Miz. <laughs> so he won, and I believe he dedicated the win to Daniel Bryan. This is gonna go on forever. Which is great. That's gonna go on forever. I feel like it's gonna. It'll at least go on till WrestleMania when they fight in a match. I feel like it will come up later in their careers too. Oh, definitely. Just constantly ribbing each other. <laughs> now, I I even I cannot believe I'm about to say this. Um, I think. The match of the night was between Kalisto and Big Banter Corbin. Fuck off. In a chairs match. Fuck off. Did you watch the match? Fuck no. I hate Baron Corbin. Are you kidding me? This match was fucking fantastic. I don't fucking give a shit. It was like, okay, well, I'm going to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, you can talk about it. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't watch it. It was like 10 minutes long of these two just throwing, <clears throat> throwing chairs at each other. Sorry, I'm getting emotional, apparently, about this match. It's how good Big big Banter is. Or Big Breakfast, apparently, is now the nickname. I don't know anymore. But um, Kalisto looked pretty good in this. Uh, Baron Corbin did this fucking... Uh, it was a move that Easy Money used to do. But and he I, doesn't know that. I can't remember what it was called, but it, it's like a release, like a suplex, but you release the guy and, and like he does a flip. And he did a flip. He flipped Kalisto onto a bunch of chairs. Because Kalisto is a flippy little boy. Yes. And um, Baron Corbin ends up getting the win. Uh, great, great match. I was pleasantly surprised because it's like a chairs match. Uh, what? Nah. So the next match we had was a tables match for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. And it was Becky Lynch defending her title against Alexa Bliss. You just made the list. And I was watching you pull up the sound effect. Let <laughs> me tell you. I think this match was was just it was okay. 
And the reason I say that is it was I thought it was good because at there are some points where it kind of looked like maybe they didn't know what they were going to do. So they're like, fine, let's just punch each other for like a minute. And I was like, I'm fine with that. That's fine. Because the point of a tables match is to put your opponent through a table. But I think that kind of hurt the match a little bit. I feel like this should have been a TLC match, too. Yeah. Because then you can put her... When you just are given one, then... Yeah, I mean, like, chairs is interesting because you don't have to, like, hit someone with a chair to win a match. But the Mm -hmm. table concept was kind of eh. But I understand when they usually do... Thinking about it, it doesn't sound very hard. What do you mean? A tables match. Well, I mean, it's just a regular match, and then at the end, somebody goes through a table. That's yeah. I mean, you could do, like, the drama of some... Which they did in it, like, of, oh, are they going to fall through a table right now? But... Psych! Didn't happen. table is strong. Usually, the reason they do table matches uh, is, especially if they're for a title, is if they don't want to make the person who loses um, um, look weak Mm -hmm. by getting pinned. So it's like, oh, oh they okay. didn't get pinned. They just got thrown through a table. Uh-huh. Any, anybody can do that, you know. Well, which is true, yes. So uh, match ended, and we have a new SmackDown Live women's champion, Alexa Bliss. And um, I was I was pleasantly surprised with that. And I... I you, were, you said that she was going to win last yes, week. Yes, I did. Because, because is when a champion goes in and it's like, well, of course she'll lose it. They want to make somebody else the champion. Um, and it's a tables match. They did the same thing with John Cena and Sheamus mm-hmm. way back in the day when Sheamus, like, out of nowhere was like, hi, I'm Sheamus. And then he came in. That was British. Not, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I want to hear you do a Noam Dar later. Oh, God. No, I, I can't. Well, we... We're going we'll to talk to that. Oh, we're going to talk about Noam Dar for sure at great length. Good. And I'm not being sarcastic. Good. Um yeah, so Alexa Bliss, awesome. She won. That's great. Main event time. Dean Ambrose taking on the phenomenal AJ Styles in a TLC match for Tender Love and Care. <laughs> I was literally going to say a Tender Love and Care match. <laughs> Where they just talked about their feelings and whoever felt the most won. Uh, Dean just feels one thing. I don't even Rage. know. I don't know what he <laughs> feels. So uh, this match was also pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, did you watch this match? No. You did not I saw the watch end. this match. Did you? So, uh, and unfortunately. I was working. I will tell you that. That's fine. Yeah. Unfortunately, the the big, like, thing about this match was the rip in AJ's tights, which, which I'm Which he sure brings up about. on Smash, which he brings up on SmackDown. Yeah, I did. I did. And it's just, yeah. it's just like, oh, man. I, I was just, the match was pretty good. And it, you could almost tell, like, at some points he's like, oh, we want to make fun of this, huh? All right, I'll do something crazy. He did the 450 splash off or the springboard 450 splash through the table which uh-huh. was fucking great and yeah it was just a fun match and at the end who comes out but good old james ellsworth and he gets in the ring and knocks dean off the ladder through some tables that had been set up and aj styles strategically <laughs> climbs to the top and retrieves his championship as james ellsworth looks on happily Apparently. Now, uh, did you watch Talking Smack? No, but I did see the where where Daniel Bryan um, says, what does he say? I wrote it down and it was very funny to me. I think Styles is going to hurt you. And then I think Dean Ambrose is going to really, really, really hurt you. Yes. <laughs> and I went, oh, yes, because <laughs> he said it was like 
such seriousness like you're 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 gonna die he, la- he laid into <laughs> Dean's him. gonna fucking kill you <laughs> he laid into him pretty good um i actually really liked this was a really good episode of talking smacks uh, a lot of them are good so if you guys haven't watched this one you should go back and watch it because it just it begins with renee and daniel bryan going like what what was what was that <laughs> I don't know. Because they literally start immediately after. And then it's it's funny because Daniel Bryan doesn't know what to say. And then Renee goes, okay, so... And he goes, wait a minute. You can't just move on from what we just saw. And she goes, okay, do you just want me to let you flounder for five more minutes? <laughs> it was great. It was so good. <laughs> I Renee love Young, her so much. The best. I love her so much. I was reading something that was uh, her talking about how her and Dean Ambrose met and got together. And it was because he didn't talk to anyone else when he was when he first because apparently from the side of Natalia and like the Bellas, they were like, yeah, before Renee got here, he wouldn't talk to or be around anyone like at all. And then Renee showed up and she was the only person that he could stand being around. And so like they would talk and hang out with each other, but she never realized that he she was the only person that he would interact yeah. with because he didn't want to have anything else to do with anyone oh my and God. i was like that's adorable but yeah Dean and it's so cute ambrose i love the both of them they are great so we had a couple of guests on this show we started the show with alexa bliss uh literally breaking character and getting emotional and it was pretty adorable and then she flip the switch as soon as renee asked her about becky lynch it was pretty great i thoroughly enjoyed it we also had baron corbin but i didn't enjoy that of Um, course you didn't he's a piece of shit marianne (sighs) reveals her feelings towards baron corbin uh (laughs) we had somebody else i can't remember but we then we had james ellsworth and james ellsworth comes on and he's just playing a big dumb idiot is what it is. He's just like he is a big dumb idiot. He's just like, oh, did you see what I did out there, Daniel? Wasn't that great? And Daniel Bryan's like, what? No. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's a it's a strategy. I've already beat AJ Styles three times, so when I get my title match, uh, clearly I'm going to beat him. Isn't that great? And he, that's when he like lays into him and he goes, yeah. you just ruined a great title match. We never have interference in our title matches, and now we have it. We're not Raw that has interference in all their title matches, and now you've ruined that. And then he says the the quote, AJ Styles is going to beat you. and Dean is going to really, really, really beat you. <laughs> so that that was talking smack, and it was great. Are we going to go into... Oh, and The Miz was on it, too. It ended of with course. The Miz and Maurice just That's yelling at Daniel Bryan. That's... Well, well, well. And, we oh, gonna... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. The other thing is The Miz has been putting notches on his belt for each day he is champion. He's been he putting has. little WWE stickers. And I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. The Miz is just the best person on earth. In 2016. Confirmed. Um, sorry, are we going to go straight into SmackDown and then do Raw to mm-hmm. keep on the same... If you want to, we can. Because, I mean, it's not like they're connected. Because, I mean, if you're going from a SmackDown yeah. pay-per-view, go Let's straight into it. SmackDown. And then from SmackDown, go into Raw. Let's Does do it. Does that make sense? That makes okay, perfect Okay, because I don't want to have to come back when we were on a, uh, a roll of sorts. So SmackDown Live. We'll switch it up. The A-Show, if you will. <laughs> Definitely the A-Show this week. Starts out with, I believe AJ Styles comes yeah. out. In his jeans and leg brace. 
Yes, he has a little leg brace on and says he can't compete tonight, so there will be no James Ellsworth match. Uh, the new nasty, new nasty James Ellsworth. Dude. Even though he's not, he's just like the same person. James Ellsworth, he's just an idiot. He's just more of an idiot. I absolutely, and I, I love he's like, you're ducking me, AJ, because you know I can beat you. And he's just getting all cocky, and I'm like, yes, this is great. <laughs> cocky Ellsworth. The worst slash best thing I heard that entire time was David Otunga going, A2 Ellsworth. <laughs> and I went, fuck you. Get fucked, David Otunga. David Otunga is terrible. <laughs> and James Ellsworth comes out, and he's like doing that little James Ellsworth thing. And AJ Styles says, what are you doing? You look like you're in slow motion. <laughs> I laughed so hard because he did. It's so good. It was it was just and then then so basically like AJ's out there, then James Ellsworth comes out and he's being fucking doofus on the mic. He's great on the mic. He's very good on the mic. Well, he's got such his career is he's been in wrestling for a very long time. Um, you'd think you would kind of catch on eventually, right? But and then Dean Ambrose's music hits like perfectly because i think well aj was like dude like you think he was like you think that like i've fought dean before i know what he's capable of he's going to kill you (laughs) yes he was like he is going to kill you you think i'm like like that dean is fucking insane it's basically what he says and dean comes out in the greatest use of his music of all time he didn't just run out and to pull a dirty deeds on james he had his hands he comes out to his music with his hands in his pockets gets in the ring was in there for less than five seconds dirty deeds ellsworth who sells it like a fucking champ he puts out his hand to shake his hand like a fucking idiot (laughs) and then he rolls out of the ring and walks away after he after he dirty deeds him and jbl fucking lost his mind he was so happy like shriaking happy it was hysterical so so was uh aj was laughing as well that was aj was like that was brilliant but you could see jbl's face behind aj and he was just like jbl was freaking out on the audio it was it was great and then later they were like you do realize that you were happy to see dean right yeah he was like i can't believe it maggle (laughs) so we opened the show with the new a rematch A rematch from TLC for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And oh my God, do I love this mashup of Orton and Wyatt's intro. It is great. It's weird. It's weird. Well, it's it's the Wyatt's. So and it's great. Randy Orton joining the Wyatt's kind of reminds me of like when a person who you thought was relatively level-headed joins a cult religion. <laughs> like... Good afternoon, Randall. I see you've had some trouble lately. My name is Brother Bray, and I would like to talk to you about the Church of Wyatt. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. It was just weird, because I know that Randy Orton's like, I hear voices in my head, haha, yeah. jokes. But really? Yeah. Really? I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying this. I am too. I am, I, at first, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? I am oddly 100% on board with this. Uh, the Abigail's kiss into the RKO. That was amazing. <laughs> I just everything, everything of just the, the way they styles. work. Yes, I think somebody was like, "You do realize that their styles fit together really well." But yeah. this match, it was like the weird the two tag teams that were completely mismatched, like the match of the misfit toys. Yes, kind of thing. Like it was so weird. It's just like Heath and Rhino, and then Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, and it was just like you would. It looked like almost like they just randomly paired these people up, yeah. but they're actually tag teams. It was fucking weird. Yeah, it's so so strange. Uh, Bray and Orton get the win, and we pose in the wing in the ring, not in the wing. 
What? In the wing. (laughs) I have a question for you, Marianne. Yes. Why are we interviewing Kalisto? Did we not learn anything? We want another good lucha thing. I think they secretly know how terrible that was and how great it was at the same when time. They inter- when she went to go interview him, my eyes just got really wide and I was watching it and he was like, yeah, um, you know, speed, it it kills. And I was like, please just stop interviewing him. He just, he cannot she do came, this. I, who was she talking to or who was she talking about? But she used really, um perfect Kalisto she was talking to Baron Corbin when she was walking down the no she said something to Kalisto but she used uh she said it very politically correct and I realized oh people aren't realizing Kalisto's white as fuck oh yeah so she will say it with more like Spanish yeah she (laughs) said she said it like Kalisto Kalisto and she said it and I was like he can't even say his name like that (laughs) (laughs) he's Uh... doing a good lucha thing and not talking nope we had Carmella come out to have a match with Natalia, or which not. didn't happen. Yeah, and then a <laughs> odd stare down with Nikki Bella in the back between Natalia and uh, Nikki. Fucking Carmella with that Tanya Harding reference, I laughed so hard. That was such a my uh, mom joke. It was like, dude, she's like, "Oh, Tanya Harding," and I went, <laughs> "Chances of anybody getting that joke? Not oh, likely." Yeah. Me. <laughs> We had tag team action between the Ascension and the Hype Bros, and we had the, this is, and this is kind of like an old school, like, superstars have the side pop out and have the little backstage interview, pop it back in, and then have the other guy do a little promo. Mm -hmm. They've been slipping that in and out randomly. Yeah, I really like that. I think they should use it more, especially for the Ascension, who... Don't ever speak, and they're face paint keeps changing i did actually like the the darkened like eyes this, face paint. it reminded me very uh tommy and shirt and the uh yeah and the and the stitched up mouth i liked that i mean their makeup's it's all it's getting better it's but weird and they're just everything they need a manager they need something i don't know they need they need Corey graves could, which is could you imagine they would never do it at this point they just they need a manager they need to put somebody with them so, yeah i don't know but i didn't watch that match i mean i did watch part of it, it was all right mostly because i mean i could watch it on mute and probably just know what's going on mostly because mojo yeah. raleigh just gets his his excitement like outside the ring is like you can't match it. It's no. just it's so I don't think it's a, a appreciated as much as as it should be. But I was watching this on Hulu, but I did go and check back to all the stuff that may have been cut out and then try and watch it from there because right. I know that it cuts it. But keep in mind, right after this match, it went to a commercial break on my Hulu thing, and there was an ad for fucking sriracha curly fry burger at fucking Jack in the Box. Ooh, oh yeah, I haven't uh What the balls? I haven't checked that out yet. It's like pause this wrestling podcast. We need to talk about curly fries. <laughs> like holy shit. Yeah, I'll, I'll eat that. <laughs> I will put that in around my face. <laughs> yeah, I will eat that for sure. So Eat that food. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to eat things. <laughs> Sorry, we're on a Mojo the, Raleigh. That is the second time I have used that quote today. Anyway, let us talk about, once again, the greatest segment, (laughs) Ms. TV. Uh, Let me tell you, Ms. TV, you should, I'm like, uh, Ms. TV, I don't, I'm watching it every time now. Because it's, it's will entertain every single time. So when he will take bad audiences 
and turn them. Oh yeah. So this case is case in point tonight. This is what happens. <laughs> the first thing I noticed, which I had not noticed before, is when Maurice and the Miz come out and they meet in the middle and they like you know they do whatever they did like a, a top down and a ring forms around them and then kind of like explodes into a red carpet that they and they walk down the ramp what the fuck go back and watch it they do like that's a top down crazy i was like oh my god how did this entrance get better that's amazing this is it, fucking it, great well tjp's entrance is still the best i love tjp's yeah, entrance dude but what the fuck was up with that chain brooch lapel thing that he was wearing did you see it was it on this Yeah, thing? and he had like a chain that went to the middle and it had a little key. You know what? And I was like, what the fuck is that? Not even Maurice's I fucking bomb Louboutins cannot even make up from that. I didn't write that down, but he was wearing something very similar on the Talking Smack after TLC. And I was like, man, that looks fucking great. <laughs> it I looks really ridiculous. Liked, I really liked it. I thought it looked it good. Looks, well, it's The Miz. Remember when he would wear like smoking slippers and yes. like his weird, yeah. So that <laughs> the Miz comes out and he has the Intercontinental Championship and my the best I know part, I know exactly what you're about to say because I thought of you is he's like oh no I deserve it chance he says what no you deserve it chance <laughs> my God we, I went oh John's gonna mention I this. was so happy so he has Dean come out yeah Dean Ambrose comes out who looked hella washed up but still yes. I'm down so he comes in the <laughs> ring and the Miz is just like. It wasn't to make you angry, Dean. Didn't it make you angry? But he was doing it really cleverly. Yes. And he was saying things that he was not exactly wrong. No, no. Like, at all. No, he wasn't. And I was like, oh, God, this is two very fierce, like, promo personalities in yeah. one ring. And you know that can't go badly no. at all. No. And it was fucking phenomenal. And all I got out of it was, like... Dean and Becky need to be friends since they can't obviously trust anyone else. <laughs> and also, I, I'm I'm telling you right now, I was I was crying when he brought out the Miz partic- participation what, award. Uh, the Miz t- the Miz participation the Miz participation award. <laughs> and then when the crowd started chanting, "You deserve, you deserve it,", it <laughs> and Miz, I was Miz almost broke character. Did you see his face? <laughs> It was great. It was literally the funniest thing. Uh, they need to make Ms. Partace. Oh my! Why Ms. can't I say participation? Ms. Tis- oh my goodness! It Ms. Looks- participation award shirts. Ms. Participation. I would buy one. Ms. <laughs> words, words escape me. If you well, we tur- uh, tune in the podcast if you want to hear me try to pronounce people's names. My God, dude. Well, actually, no. Tune into this show when we were doing CWC rundowns. Dude, right? That was awful. But we just add Miz onto everything. And whenever Miz touches something, we just add Miz in yes. front of it. So Daniel Bryan comes out and says, I can't hey, allow I can't you to al- attack the Miz. Can't allow you to attack the Miz. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. But right now. Right now. <laughs> so you guys are going to have a match later for the Intercontinental Championship. Dean's face. Did you see his face? <laughs> yeah. Was that was stuff. the funniest face. I had to take a screenshot of it because it was so funny to me. We had Kalisto <laughs> taking on Baron Corbin. Whatever. I could watch Baron Corbin uh, fling Kalisto around all day. These two have very good chemistry, which is very surprising to me. The finish was also Baron Corbin. A unique Baron Corbin gets the victory. Next match. Chad, Chad Gable and Chad Tyler Breeze. Chad Gable versus Tyler Breeze. So um, it's a singles match with two tag teams. I'm so confused. Uh, it's just, you know, I mean, 
If they had done that, they would have had how many tag team matches? In, I don't probably, even fucking know. They would have had three tag team matches. They were probably was, like, eh, let's do the tag. Let's do this tag team match next week. That which is backstage probably what segment. Oh, my God. I fucking died. He, Chad Gable started laughing in the middle of that yeah, scene. He did. I love Brizongo so much. They're like, great. Enough for Tyler Breeze to be on my list. Um, you just made the list. Yes, you did. Uh, I love how their fashion police siren that they do is just Cesaro's theme. Oh my (laughs) god. (laughs) You know what? They probably knew what they were doing. I know. Tyler Breeze is way smart. And they're making fun of his hair. And he was like, no one makes fun of my hair. I love Brizongo. Yeah, they're great. Them just handing out fashion. Oh my God, I wish I could do that. I would. They say the exact same petty shit that I'm thinking all the time. Yeah. But they're a character and I'm real. Uh, Chad Gable. Chad Gable wins with the chaos theory. That That was actually a very good match. It was. It was a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Well, then again, Tyler Breeze is actually good. Yes, he is. So. <laughs> Next up, we had the Alexa Bliss Championship Party. Celebration. Ha-cha-cha. And there were fireworks, and she was saying things, and then Becky came out and ruined everything. Don't act like Becky's not on your list. She is on my list. Yeah. You just made the list. It was just great. She came out. And was We're going like, to have to have a full list to run down. And they also said <laughs> bitch, which I was very surprised. With a hard B, man. Yeah. And hard B. I believe Alexa said that she's the, the what did she say? She's the bitch that uh, runs Something this not division. Clever. Something like that. It wasn't that clever. No, nothing she said But she clever. said bitch and the crowd went, holy shit, she said bitch. <laughs> they, like, they lost their minds. I was like, calm down. You probably said that earlier today. Who is somebody? Somebody said, oh, wait, never mind. It's on Monday Night Raw. I'm going to get back to that. <laughs> so we had D- Dean Ambrose taking on The Miz for the Intercontinental the Miz. Championship. The Miz. Miz in the main event where he belongs. Fun match. I really don't want Dean to go to mid card. I'll be so upset. I mean, when you're. When you're wrestling the Miz, you're you're the main event every night. Is that sarcasm? A daddy. I don't know. Thank you, Dusty. <laughs> so uh Miz wins via James Ellsworth. People are dying. People are already dead. <laughs> People are already dead. This isn't funny anymore. <laughs> and and SmackDown was once again The A show. Pretty good. So let's get to Raw. What the fuck is up with that previously on Raw? Previously on, on Monday Raw. Night Raw. Like I'm fine with it. It's not Law and Order or some shit. Like it was weird. They did it for SmackDown too. No, they did not. Yes, they did. Oh, then they only showed it on Hulu as the other one. That's weird. Don't get me wrong. I'm down for not hearing Michael Cole for two or three minutes at the beginning of an episode, but still, that was fucking weird. So I think I wrote down every match that happened. I think one, two, three, four, five. I definitely got them out of order. Nine, ten, no, nine matches. Um, I think one or two of them were actually good. All right, so we opened the show with Kevin Owens saying he got Jericho a bunch of gifts. Oh, yeah, because it started with Seth, and he goes, I want trips. Yes. And, oh, yeah, he wants trips. And him, him just saying, how do I get trips? And I was like, I don't know, call his name three times. <laughs> or go to Expedia and book one. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Both of, those, both of those jokes were really bad. We did it. Quality content here at TTR. Uh, how to book a trips. <laughs> Not the name of this episode. (laughs) So Kevin Owens comes out and says, I got Jericho a bunch of gifts. He's going to fight you, Seth Rollins, at 
What is it? Roadblock end of the Whatever. Line. Too many. Because you know that, like, why do they even call it Roadblock? That's a fucking terrible name. Dude, Kevin Owens telling Seth not, in- to, not to interrupt him. He was like, don't interrupt me. That's very rude. Suddenly has me really wanting a Kevin Owens teaches you children chivalry <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. But then also where he's talking about, like, he's talking smack to Seth. Yeah. And he's spitting some mad truths. And he was like, you don't have any friends to Seth. And the audience straight up just audibly went, oh, like hella loud. Because he was talking about him being a douche to Jericho. And he was like, you don't have any friends. The only two friends you had who were your brothers, you turned on them because they were a selfish piece of shit. And it was like, you don't have any. And everybody lost their mind. And I was like, fuck. It was crazy. There was another gift that Kevin Owens got Jericho. I it was can't shitty. remember what it was, but the third gift was Big Show. The <laughs> Big Show, who I hadn't we have not seen in a while. Regift that shit right quick. The Big Show lost a lot of weight yes. and added it all to his beard. Yeah. He looked pretty good. He looked great. I told Kyle, I was like, I, he looks WCW shape. He's like, nah, dude. And then I took the comment back because I was like, yeah, you're right. But he's <laughs> he's close to it. And I guess Kevin Owens' um, plan was to soften Seth up a bit. Yes. And I was like, just put him against Braun. If they're trying to get Braun over so hardcore, that's somebody you could do it against. Oh, Why man. would you do that? Well, but then, I don't know. If you're just going to put Sami Zayn against Kevin Owens, I mean, like... Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah. So uh, the match ends with the big show choke slamming Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens is being annoying. And he also winks at Seth Rollins as he climbs over the top rope and walks away and gets eliminated or counted out. That's fucking weird. I have a feeling we're going to start the big show Braun Strowman feud here, which is a match they've been doing on the house show loop. Who did you say did a kip up? (laughs) Braun Strowman. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I am very. Is there video footage of this? Oh, fucking hell. That's like that's like Chris Hero doing running Rana's. (laughs) Yes. I am very excited, actually, to to see if they actually do this feud on television. I think it could make Raw very interesting. And the big show in 2016. Hey, you know, we haven't well, it'll be 2017 very soon. Yeah, Still. think about that. Yeah, but we haven't weird. seen the big show for a while. So there there is I think I think Jim Cornette says it and it's one of the only things I will quote Jim Cornette on. Cuz he's an asshole. He otherwise. says, "How can we miss you if you won't go away?" <laughs> Which is is very true. If I see you every day, how am I going to miss you if you don't go away? So okay, the, I'll take a hint, John. And fucking the, hell. God, just leave, please. <laughs> no, so the big show's on TV for a very long time, and then where was he? He was gone. He got drafted to Raw, and then we didn't see him mm-hmm. since the draft, even a little before the draft. Yeah. So he's been gone for a little while, so I'm fine with it. I'm fine with the big show mm-hmm. on my television right now. Will you ever be fine with Dad Kane on your television? Absolutely not. <laughs> We had the extraordinary gentleman. Yeah, I'm, I have all my notes all out of fucking whack. Hold on, let me. J- Jack Gallagher taking on Arya Davari, and this is a rematch from the first 205 Live. I thought the match was uh, basically the same as their last match. It was still all right match. There was three flawless drop kicks. Yes, there were. Did uh, the headbutt. Soccer hooligan headbutt. Uh, who do you think is whiter, Seamus or Jack Gallagher? Page. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. 
Paige, it doesn't qualify because she's not a ginger. True. I would say Jack Gallagher's whiter. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, definitely. He, he's definitely in my brother's shade of whiteness. And go for the handshake after the match. Don't do that, Jack Gallagher. And Arya Davari kicks Jack Gallagher in the leg and then uh, chop blocks him as well. Be the bad kind of Gallagher. Throw guitars at your brother. <laughs> Stomp off the stage in the middle of a song. Shall we <laughs> talk about... Enzo Amore and Lana? Um, let's see if I have any real, even mildly amusing notes on that. Um, so we have a backstage thing while you're looking for notes. Um, oh, he did say we might as well be shareholders in their business, and I thought that was the funniest thing yes. ever. And I was like, I will use that before I die. Lana is, and we'll just talk about this whole thing right now. Lana and Rusev are yelling at each other backstage. Not convincingly yelling. He could have yelled at her more to warrant yes. him being upset about him yelling at a woman because it just sounded like a normal subpar yeah. argument but yeah the storyline while it was very typical was short and sweet yes not long drawn out fruitless and repulsive well we'll see we don't know because oh, God, fucking so enzo and Cass come over and they say what's going on rusev leaves lana throws her ring on the floor and we get a how you doing thing it looks like um lana wants to make rusev jealous so she invites enzo, enzo? back to her hotel room Enzo, how you doing? He also that was funny when he's like, "I just got to ask you, how are you doing?" <laughs> I thought he's that great. was pretty funny. So I expect more from her acting wise, though. It was very she didn't seem very convincingly yeah upset. No, like it, it was very out of character for her when they were arguing with each other to look that weak. It was very out of character. Yeah, and I was like, she's an actress. Like I expect more from her. And I know that I shouldn't be like, you know, I'm an acting snob, but I expected more from her. But dude, sleaze fest with Ric Flair, no thank you. So no fucking thank you. We'll just go through that entire storyline now. Enzo ends up going to the hotel room, but oh, oh, and Rusev had asked to book a match against Big Cass. Yes. So later on in the evening, we have Big Cass come out for a match with Rusev. Rusev's music plays. Rusev doesn't come out. And I absolutely loved when Cass understood what was happening. (laughs) I thought that was amazing. He was great. That entire segment in the back, he was perfect. But when they had the the hard cam on his face and he's just like, where is he? And he kind of like looks down to the ground and then looks up and goes, oh, shit. And then goes to get the phone. I was like, this is brilliant. Yeah. This is, he did a very good job. He was, he's very good at being, he's completely believable. He's yes. the most believable person. Like that entire time, I was like, he made that look very natural. Yes. So he gets a phone, tries to call Enzo, which segues into Enzo receiving the phone call and then hanging up on it. And then we pick up there to where it's basically a trap and Enzo gets the shit kicked It's a out. trap. Yeah. So that's the end of that for now. Who knows where that's going to go? Whatever. We had Sami Zayn taking on Kevin Owens. And as my good friend and roommate Kyle said, I could watch these two fight all the time. Yeah. Can we get a trade already, though? I agree. Uh, I very much agree. Sami needs to go to SmackDown. Yeah. I really hate it when Cole is retelling stories that apparently happened backstage. Like, he always sounds like he's exaggerating. Yes. About exactly how the discussion went. Yeah. Like, all the time. And I hate it. I don't know. I just hate a lot of things that come out of Cole's mouth. Mostly when he says W. 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 Um, 
pretty good match, as we said. Could watch these two fight forever. Because they know each other so forever. well. Clap, 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 clap. Like, literally just watch them fight matches that are, like, ten minutes long. Uh, Kevin Owens wins out of nowhere with the pop-up powerbomb. It's pretty cool. And it looked pretty vicious. Because yes. sometimes a pop-up powerbomb can be like, eh. Yeah. We had Rich Swan, the cruiserweight champion, taking on TJP. With and that sick entrance. The match was uh, was pretty good. And it ended with, I about leapt out of my chair when Rich Swan, Rich kicked TJ Perkins right in the fucking mouth. <laughs> it was great. It was Rich very Swan, good. TJP needs a hill turn. Like, he's so easy to hate, like, especially <laughs> since he's so good and he dabs. Yes. The person on 205 Live that held up the sign that said, every time you dab, a part of me inside dies, TJP. <laughs> I didn't see that. It That's was the funny. funniest sign. But these dudes do moves that you don't see anywhere else in the roster, like, not yeah. just cruiserweight moves. But he's so, he would be so easy to hate. Yeah. TJP. Yes. Considering that you didn't like him previously. But there's also no way that that asshole doesn't parkour. Oh, I, I have no idea. He might. I don't know. He definitely parkours. You could ask Half him. Half that. Bro, you parkour. Ask him on Twitter. Well, we also know someone who knows him. Oh, yeah. We could ask them. Ask yeah. if he pars- parkours. You can do that. Bro, do you parkour? Do you even lift? He parkours. Rich, so Rich Swan wins. <laughs> that kick the one yeah, at the, the oh kick. my fucking good lord god he nailed oh him. my god he got him real s- good stiff shot we had alicia fox versus bailey because <laughs> fucking i love alicia, hugs i love hugs because alicia alicia fox is dating said uh, i don't care she's actually not taller than him she's taller than him I guarantee- and they definitely did a camera angle where she... Yeah, I guarantee you she's like at least seven feet tall. <laughs> it's like a Tom Phillips thing where yes. you have to spread your legs yeah. really wide to look shorter. So uh, Bailey wins man. convincingly. <laughs> that was a match. We had Titus O'Neil versus Mark Henry. I yeah, don't whatever. care. We had Chris Jericho taking... Oh, that was the third, yes. the third gift. Chris Jericho... Uh, Getting a United States Championship match against Roman Reigns. A pretty fun match. I enjoyed it. As much as I knew he wouldn't win, I really wanted Jericho to I win did at the too. same time. I did too because that would have meant Roman Reigns. It would have made the match with Roman going to face Kevin Owens more interesting if he mm-hmm. didn't also have a title. I also, I also just want Jericho to win things. I agree. Um, Roman has improved so, 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 so much. Yes. That match. Like, I never really had a poor opinion of him like everyone else did. Like, I mean, I see where people dislike him, but I'm kind of indifferent, if that makes sense. Still, I'm stoked with all the improvement that I've seen. Like, I can see a huge difference, and he is just so much better. Yes. But, like, any any match with, like, an... um, like a, a veteran wrestler, anything that Michael Cole is commentating on, he always loves to use the word like vintage. Yes, somebody yes, needs he to loves... gift Cole a list of synonyms for the adjective vintage. He loves the word vintage. Vintage may, Orton. May, may I suggest classic or quintessential oh. or just some different words? I'm just waiting for Corey to snap and be like, "What is wrong with you?" Because Corey uses ubiquitous and other yes. like big pretentious words. It could happen. Yes. Uh, Owens interferes, but not to the liking of Jericho, and Jericho ends Shangren. up l- losing. What? Chagrin? Is that what you're talking about? I was trying to think of not to the benefit. There you mm-hmm. go. 
the benefit of Jericho and Roman Reigns ends up retaining. My other favorite thing is when they're chanting during those matches, it's always let's go Roman. And you could tell that most of them are girls that are saying it. Yeah. And then it's Y2J, all the guys and me. Like, (laughs) let's go Roman. It's the same thing with John Cena. Yes. It's like you can hear the gender difference. Like, it's super strange. But yeah, all of my matches are out of order. So That's what was fine. next? We only got two more. We, we have one more match and then the closing segment. Oh, so it's the Sami Zayn one, right? Oh, wait, no, we already talked about we that We talked one. about that one. We have Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson taking on... How did I forget this? Cesaro and Sheamus for the number one contendership to the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships with the New Day at ringside sitting in fucking beanbags. Do you... Do yourself a favor if you did not watch the Xavier Woods Facebook Live yeah, feed that. from that match. It was goddamn hysterical. Like, shame on you if you didn't watch it. There was well, hella food at ringside, and Biggie was just stuffing his face all intense and adorable the whole time. And he didn't even move. He was just, like, sitting down, and for some reason, he was still obscenely <laughs> sweaty. Like... <laughs> They were screaming, like when the club came out, yeah. they were screaming, scream singing their theme, <laughs> like excitedly at the side. And like Kofri's reaction to Seamus and Cesaro's entrance was so painfully relatable to me. He was just, and Biggie was just standing in the back, just staring at the camera, like <laughs> in a very big E way. And he was just shrieking fella over and over again, just going, so it was so funny. I really need Cesaro and Sheamus to come out together. If we had this whole segment when they're like, yep, we're going to try and make this work out. I need them to come out together. I don't need them to come out separately. It's dumb. Dude, you just want to mash up of their themes. But Xavier <laughs> Woods said something and it, it's it's funny to me because obviously they, it's it's very good too to watch because they do very good opinion commentary almost on it. Yeah. They're talking about like if Seamus and Cesaro continue to be in the same like like level, they'll be a formidable opponent. Yes. And then Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson have been tag team champions all over the world and then some, you know, so they... Yeah know yes, how to get there definitely. and so they're they're commenting in a way that's different than what you normally hear yeah and that and it is like impossible for them to hate cesaro <laughs> no they like, love cesaro. xavier was just straight up said i love watching him in the ring he's great he's just a great performer he's perfect like just loves him loves him and it's and it's cute because then they have to go punch him in the face later but you know they do it out of respect yes because he's the best. Because they're coming for the title. So they like, it's okay, I'll buy you coffee later. <laughs> there was no no winner in this match. They had to throw it out. So next week we are going to have a triple threat for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. And I believe that is the day the New Day tie the record. Yes. I'm so, loving this Sheamus and Cesaro thing. That would they were really good together. They're very good together. That match was very good. It was. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Main or not the main that was the main event the the finish the last <laughs> segment was the Charlotte Ric Flair apology segment where Charlotte didn't really apologize and slapped her dad in the face Charlotte you know she did some stuff Sasha came out and then they brawled a bunch and Charlotte got the better of her and like fucked her up the other thing we didn't mention is Sasha challenged Charlotte to a Iron Man match at Roadblock. So is do you think if WWE gives them an hour, I they 
hats fucking off to them. That would be insane. Because an Iron Man match is usually an hour, but Let when they Trips did, get his grubby little fingers into that. When one. they did the the women's Iron Man match between Bailey and Sasha in NXT, it was thirty minutes. Mm, that so was so good. It was very good. So we'll see what happens. We we don't know what the time length is going to be, but either way, down two hundred five live. Here we go. Are you ready for this? We opened the show with Cedric Alexander taking on the Scottish supernova, Noem Dar. You just made the list. Now, let me tell you, Marianne, before you, before you say anything, I would first like to say this was Noem Dar's best match since he's been in WWE. I know. I would also like to say this match was pretty fucking good just it was as amazing. a match. And I was pleasantly surprised that noem dar got the win even though i did find it a bit odd that he worked over the arm the entire match and did not win via submission but that is just nitpicking and noem dar wins this match a huge win over cedric alexander and dedicates the win to cedric alexander's girlfriend Alicia Fox and walks away. I have so many notes on this match. Most it was fucking great. I write Noam with a little heart as the O, by the way. Uh how jealous are you of my Noam Dar backpack? It so Marion <laughs> has a Noam Dar backpack, as in it, it just looks like space. It looks like his jacket. And yes. it's pretty sweet. Um I'm honestly bummed his intro isn't an Oasis style chords. And I was at first, but then I went no, because then it would be Elias Sampson. True. But he looked so young. Like, he looked like a yeah, baby. He did. Like, very, way younger than usual. I love him, though. Um, I love how Austin... <laughs> I love how Austin Aries legit said the exact same thing I said last week, like, verbatim. I can't understand what he was saying. Oh, he, sounds he, like has he has marbles, mouth, in, he has his marbles in his mouth. That's literally what I said last week. Like, they could make him look a little older. He looked really young. I, but I think that's... That's something they're trying to push because they mention it like really young. And I almost felt pervy for loving him so much. Um, That uppercut. Holy fucking hell. Yeah. He really showed me a lot. in this Holy match. shit. This that actually was... could be the best Noam Dar match I've ever seen. Really? How many have you seen, though? I watched him. Uh, I watched a match and with him match and Marty so Scroll. I watched a match with. Uh, I watched another match that he had. I watched all the CWC stuff, obviously. Some tag matches. Yeah, this is the best match he's had. That match was that so I've good. Seen. I right when Aries suggested, like when he got kicked in the face or something, and he was like, maybe like it'll fix his speech impediment. I went fuck off right out loud and paused the computer and wrote fuck off on my notes. I will say Austin Aries is uh, <laughs> fucking great. He's very good at the commentary. I love him and Graves together, but poor Morrow <laughs> is pinned between two dudes yeah. with douchey haircuts. Oh, well. Yeah, poor Morrow. Oh, but well. That, when he talked at the end and he was like, I'm 24. I'm 24. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. I was like, I want him to just say all of Pippin's lines in The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> you got it Osh in my tomatoes. <laughs> It's a very, very good match. What about second breakfast? I want him to say, what about second breakfast? That would be like my favorite thing of all time. But what about second breakfast? We had <laughs> a little vignette for Mustafa Ali, and I am getting hyped and staying hyped 
Um, good for Mustafa Ali. His last independent match is, I believe, today, because it's Friday that you're listening to this. Uh, yeah, so he's signed, sealed, delivered. He's ours, I guess. Maybe. So. Bulak also had his last match with Chikara. Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to we it. Will get we'll to get that. to that. You're it. saying we're airing this on Friday, but today is Thursday, otherwise known as, the first time I'm mentioning it, Chuck Taylor's 15th career anniversary why do you think i uh the tag team was that i know i know and also because i'm wearing a chuck taylor shirt because newsflash he's number one on my list and is also my favorite wrestler you just made the list 10 times over we had aria davari (laughs) taking on jack gallagher again and i get it (laughs) (laughs) i just kind of this match was all right i mean aria davari gets the win I just don't I I don't need to see the same match. I'm watching all your programs. I kind of understand why you did it on Raw just to be like, "Hey, this is cuz Jack see Gallagher this. is somebody who they know is already over and they want people to have feelings about Andrade, yes. which is not really happening all that much. Bad feelings cuz he's a bad guy. But it's not bad to look at. But it's so funny that Aries joked about Gallagher's lack of tan and why he was wearing sunglasses indoors because I was just thinking about it slash judging him for it. I saw him and I was like, why the fuck is he wearing sunglasses indoors? And then he brought it up and I went, okay, I'm still judging you. Very good. Because if you're going to cover up that eye thing, don't. Be proud of that shit. Yeah, he got fucked up. He got fucked up. Yeah, that ref though, that entire 205 Live, he was fucking pissy and I loved it. Oh, uh, Lil Nate loved it. He was like, "Get back in the ring!" Like he was the he was the most hard ass ref I've ever seen. Lil Nate, other other than Knox, <laughs> like WCW days. That's a WCW ref. Other Nate than that headbutt. Ooh, that headbutt though. Mm-hmm. Mm. We had the Brian Kendrick challenging Rich Swan for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. A pretty good match. We had TJP, TJP on the outside. That get, banter. Fuck. Getting into it with Austin Aries. Really nailing it. Yeah, and it looks like we're going to continue this Brian Kendrick TJP feud, which I'm fine with. Brian Kendrick, though, backstage in that segment. <laughs> Can't even deny him saying he was like Rich Swan. He was like, is just a very sweet human being. And I went, you know it. You know it. I, I like where the Brian Kendrick character. He's a heel, but even he can't deny the sweetness of Rich Swan. He's a heel in the in the, in the the sense that he is Knows a what he wants. dirty vet. And he will do anything he. But that doesn't yes. necessarily mean he's like. He's not the. He's a bad guy. He's not bad guy. <laughs> Did you ever see... No? Did you never see Wreck-It Ralph? No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> that joke went over hardcore Hopefully with somebody, probably Dan. Uh, Dan. Dan has my back. I know he does. <laughs> so Rich Swan retains and uh, Brian He had Kendrick. those wings. It's them wings. Those wings it's are good wings. luck. I love them. TJP fucking verbally annihilated Austin Aries on so many levels. <laughs> yeah, and was, I was very impressed. It was good stuff. Excellent good stuff. stuff. So I will go through NXT because um, we didn't watch it last week. And then this week I was like... I need to watch all the wrestling. And I think you sent me a picture of... Did you send me a picture of Kimberly? I just texted you. 
Yeah, and I was like, all right. Freaked got- the fuck out because she posted it on Instagram, and I went, yeah. but I still didn't get a chance to watch it. All right, I'm like, all right, I got to watch this. So the uh, I'll run this down as quickly as possible because, holy shit, we still have a lot to talk about. We had DIY come out. They celebrate with the crowd. They don't get to say anything because the authors of Pain come out, and they say, hey, we're going to beat Do you. Do they or does Paul Ellering say it? Paul Ellering says it. <laughs> yeah, He's like, hey, we're going to beat you up, but then the Revival come out, and they go, hey, we're we're still here. And the authors of Pain are like, you guys, we're going to push you. And the revival's like, man, don't push us. And that's how that segment ends. We have a new broadcast member of the NXT broadcast team. And it is uh, Percy Watson, who is a wrestler. Do you remember Percy Watson? That is an extremely English name. He is, he's that guy that wore the glasses, and he was entertaining, I guess. But he's not a wrestler anymore, and now he's on the commentary team. I don't know. What? Don't ju- I'm just don't even don't I think don't too know. hard. Okay, I, don't, I won't. Don't think too hard. We had No Way Jose coming out to Percy Watson's delight, and he danced with him. And then Rich Swan came out, and everybody How upset- danced. Was Corey Graves. He was very upset. He okay, he good. was like, you've embarrassed yourself in record time, is what he said. <laughs> so we had No Way Jose and Rich Swan taking on Sanity, and it was only Desmond Wolf, um, Nikki Cross, and... It's Alexander Wolf. What did I call him? Desmond. Who's Desmond? Oh, my God. So Desmond Wolf. <laughs> is that another Mets player? No, Desmond. I was going to punch you across the table Desmond. if that's the case. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Everyone's having a good laugh right now. Desmond Jonathan Wolf. Jonathan Neese. <laughs> Desmond Wolf is he or he was Nigel McGinnis's character in TNA. <laughs> Alexander Wolf. So it was Alex. The German. Now, who were the men? Do you remember the members of Sanity? It- Just the German one. Okay. So they were missing the other guy whose name escapes me. Because he's not the German one. They they had his jacket, though, and they, <laughs> Just his, like, they <laughs> had the jacket, and they held it up and dropped it on the mat and spit on it and then stepped on it. What the and fuck? And then threw it out of the ring. So it was just Eric Young, Wolf, and... Why did they... Why? What happened to him? Did he die? Don't know. So, the match is happening, things are going on, and out of nowhere, newest signee of NXT, not Tommy and don't get excited. I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm not stupid. Big Damo comes out. I mean, out, I'm stupid, or but I'm... Or Damo, depending God, on who damn you it, are. Tommy... And he punches Tom... No Way Jose a bunch. Tommy and wouldn't come out of nowhere, he would already be sitting there. And he goes up the ramp, he helps Sanity get the win unintentionally, I feel, Goes up the ramp, picks up the jacket they threw down, and then he throws it down and walks away. If he tried to put it on and it wouldn't fit him, that should have been the thing. Fat guy in a little coat. <laughs> yes! Or big lad in a little jacket. <laughs> That's probably the name of this episode. Big, big lad in a little jacket. I love how this is kind of like <laughs> secretly a David Spade joke also, and I'm very happy. We had a backstage segment where Nikki Cross was looking at the NXT Women's Championship. Then Asuka came and picked it up, and then they looked at each other, and then that was the end of the segment. We had Ember Moon taking on the debuting Kimberly in a fun match. They know each other very, very well. I had fun with this match. Ember Moon wins. It was pretty cool. And then Was the- it very evenly matched, or was it a squash? It was, it was kind of, I mean, she got her shit in. She got some okay. shit in there. Did she get a suplex in there? I can't remember. What? 
I watched five hours of wrestling Kimberly could suplex like three human beings at the same time. She could, but she didn't. We had live from Japan, and by live, I mean pre-recorded, our main event was the new NXT champion, Samoa Joe, defending his title against Shinsuke Nakamura, and Shinsuke Nakamura wins, and he is now a two-time champion and the current champion. So there you go. Stuff happened. That's what happened. Um, Evolve is running two shows this weekend, and here's some matches that you can see during it. And uh, I actually signed up for Flow Slam. I watched night one of the PWX. Oh, I can't remember what the name of your tournament was. I'm sorry, but it was pretty good. Um, they're adding more people or people. They're adding more uh, promotions as they move along. So far, I'm really enjoying it. And they're live streaming Evolve shows. So go to flowslam.com and you can sign up and Dude. watch these. Some of the matches that are happening this weekend. Matt Riddle versus Jeff Cobb. Holy shit balls. Motherfuckers. That's going to be a hoot. Chris Hero taking on Japanese legend Dick Togo, which is insane that Dick Togo's like, yeah, I'll come wrestle in Florida. Ricochet taking on Matt Riddle, which would be that the Sunday show. We have Chris Hero taking on mm, Dustin. You're fucking kidding me. I am not kidding you. Dustin, don't die. And Fred, yay high, how high, yay high. I'm so glad we made that a joke. Taking on <laughs> Mr. Athletic Jeff Cobb. So check those out. I also signed up for Progress on Demand. Dustin's going to die. He might die. No. Um, I signed up for His Progress. His career just hit 15 years. <sighs> I signed up for Progress on Demand, and I actually canceled my New Japan subscription. Fucking weird. For now, because uh, Wrestle Kingdom is coming up, so I'm probably going to re-up it. But I really want to watch uh, some of the Progress stuff. They put on a good product. They also have s- some of the German-based WXW promotion up there right now. Their World Tag League was up, and I really want to watch that. Because it Deutsch stuff. was apparently also a hoot. And as Marianne mentioned earlier, Drew Gulak is 100% signed with the WWE and is closing out his independent dates. He is wrestling on both of those Evolve cards. Those will most likely be his last independent matches. Dustin's real depressed about this whole thing. (laughs) I heard he cried. (laughs) Probs. Not probs. No, he definitely did. Con- I can tell you. I can tell you one hundred percent. Confirmed cry. I have met Chikara. the man. He definitely cried. I have met the man. Uh- <laughs> Confirmed cried. I get murdered. He'd get away with it if he killed me. I'm telling you right now. If I ever die, he killed me. Um, oh my god. No, we're what? we are we are champion murderers. I'm telling you. Drew what? Gulak is the best. No, because we both watch uh, a lot of forensic files, so we know how to kill people and get away with it. Cool. Based on knowing what not to do. That's great. But uh, sorry, I already told I already told Ernesto that I would kill him and know how to get away with it. But he screenshot it and posted it on Instagram. I so. saw that. Yep that that's the story behind that. Drew Gulak had his last match in Chikara this weekend, and he fought Mike Quackenbush. And apparently, this match was insane, and I would really like to watch that very soon so who knows hey i have a new job and i'm making chuck a taylor fuck fought ton. with chuck taylor chuck taylor and chuck taylor, taylor. tagged and, they and he came stuff. out he came out on his back didn't he i think so yes that's the funniest video keith posted it or something like i was dying it was the funniest thing i've ever seen shout out to Yoso keith sub keith who i yell at we just yell oh, at each did, other. yeah he all caps all the time dude 
He invented that shit. So, uh, <laughs> Mickey James has signed a three-year contract with the WWE and is main roster. Uh, she's just going to go to the main roster. She's already there. They're going to put her Which back. Which one? I don't know, but I fucking hope it's SmackDown. Me too. Because that would be great. And speaking because of... Because that's all we need, another person to overshadow Natalia. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of Fuck. women's wrestling... All expected to report January 3rd. Did you read this? No. Holy fuck. Are you ready for this? No. So these are all reportedly going to report on January 3rd to the Performance Center. Fuck. Heidi Loveless. Kimberly. And her chest tattoo. Kimberly. Nixon Newell. <gasps> I love her. She's very good in the The brief girl with the stuff. shiniest wizard. Yes. And her. she comes, doesn't she come out to uh, Bewitched too? Probably. I feel like she comes out to Bewitched. And she's like female Pete Dunn. She is female Pete Dunn yeah. in one of the promotions that they, yep. uh, in she is uh, female Fight, Pete Fight Club mm-hmm. Pro. Yep. And my personal favorite, Evie. You just made the list. I am so fucking happy for her. This Evie. is awesome. I'm happy for all four of them. I'm especially happy for her because I didn't even know they, she was on the radar. I know she'd been there a couple of times. Yeah. But fuck yes, this is awesome. She's so good. I love Nixon Newell though. I, I, I love, love all four of them. Her. They just regen. They revitalized their NXT Women's Division like straight up. I just want to see Kimberly go against Nikki Bella. Fuck, I'm down. I'm so down. The other thing I read is WWE is in signing mode right now. This is from <laughs> PWI Insider. Or the PW Insider. Reroutes all mail too, Dustin. So uh, (laughs) uh, they are apparently working harder than ever to evaluate and watch the independent scene to the point where WWE is watching iPay-per-views now and doing complete agent reports, which is usually what they do at house shows. Like the agents are like Dean Malenko or like... um, Imagine if you got signed because Dean Malenko saw you. Oh my God. I would cry. Be the best. Um, so expect a, a lot dean of deans. Expect a lot of talent acquisitions in the first quarter of 2017. If 2016 was the greatest year of wrestling, my God, what what behold? Who do you think us? they're gonna snag? I have no idea. I don't know. Fire it! I don't know. They're gonna be watching a lot of eye pay per views. So uh, hey, I would be both sad and happy. Hey, people that don't have uh, or promotions that don't have content readily available on the internet maybe get on that shit love john (laughs) questions from facebook holland pages off suspension and i assume still recovering from her neck surgery where do you see her fitting into the rest of the monday night raw women's division i don't i have no idea holland like i honestly thought about this for a while i don't i'm shocked she's still signed I am also, I agree. I am shocked she still has a job, but she's still marketable. She's on Total Divas, so. Because she's dramatic. She brings the drama. So we'll see what they do with her. Because she's like full on with Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. Which is the weirdest thing. God. Yeah. So. That's like the real life relationship of like fucking like the Wyatts and Beauty and the Man Beast. <laughs> fucking weird. So I don't know. I, I honestly don't think she should, um. She should be in the main or in the title picture for a while. Paige against Heidi Loveless. I wouldn't ship her to NXT. No, I'm just saying as, as that I would love to see That'd that. That'd be cool. So I I really don't know what they do with Paige when she comes off suspension. I could I you know what I would not mind seeing a 
Paige Bailey feud because basically Bailey took her spot. Yeah. There you go. That's what I would like to see. Paige Bailey feud. There you are. There Thinking you are. Out loud. And he also asks for funsies with the announcement of Linda McMahon being added to Trump's cabinet. I don't cabinet. even want to talk about this. Um, take, <laughs> everyone keeps bringing it up to me at my home. Take anyone still living from the wrestling world and appoint them to the following positions. President of the United States of America. Trips. Triple H. Um, I would... Trips um, would do the right thing, you guys. Paul for president. True. I... I'd have Paul Heyman be our president. Oh, my God. He should be the Speaker of the House. That would be good, too. <laughs> so uh, we had the senior advisor to the president, which was another. Actually, I would have Paul Heyman be the senior advisor to the president, and I would have the president be probably Triple H. All Told hail. you. Yeah. The trip. Secretary of State, which I believe... Um, I think I wanted Cesaro to be Secretary of State. Can Cesaro do that? Well, we're not thinking about it legally. No, we're not. Um, Cesaro. Yeah, because I feel Cesaro like... should be all the smart things. Or was the? Did I want him to be the Attorney General? I can't remember which Dude, one. Dude, that one. Yeah, uh, we had the Secretary of Defense. Um, I don't know. Can Corey Graves be on there somewhere? Oh yeah, Corey Graves can be my Secretary of Defense, and then I don't know. I don't Secretary know. Secretary of the, Could you picture that? Holy shit. I would want Xavier Woods because he's hella smart. Yes, Xavier Woods would have to be in my uh, cabinet as well. I feel like I didn't write down a question here, but I feel like I feel like I got them all. Uh, Jay Tyler asks, will Linda McMahon show up on SNL with John Cena hosting this weekend? My answer is an astounding fuck no, because... That would be they wouldn't they would not no no she does not well because Trump loves showing up on SNL more episodes of SNL than he does to meetings true fuck that guy he also asks who does Cena bury on SNL and I would have to say if there's anyone he would bury he'd probably bury the Miz oh for sure are you kidding me that's or maybe like um, Chris Jericho one of them because they can dish it back yeah. Two of those people because they have great senses of humor and they could fucking dish it back and turn it into something. I'd say like it, it the would Miz can turn the, Miz. the worst the worst things into something. He's like Dean Ambrose. Yeah, or he'd probably just bury Mc, Vince McMahon because like that would be hysterical because yeah. he's John Cena and he can. Uh, I would put the Miz somewhere in my cabinet too. Oh yeah, of course, because he's the Miz and he's imagine awesome. the Miz as president. I'm down. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. So. Do you have anything else? I'm just going through all of those in my head on who would make the best one. Um, I don't think so. Right. I am hoping to go to Mystery Vortex next week, but I don't think I will be. Oh, able to. yeah. Mystery Vortex tickets. I will be leaving promptly after recording next week on Thursday and heading to L.A. overnight. Oh, you uh, mm-hmm. going to that thing? Yeah, I'm that, going on with, the weekend. Uh, that guy? Because there's uh, Ernesto. Yes. <laughs> what up? Uh, there's a mystery vortex and then, um, cause the PWG show is on Friday and then yeah. there's a wrestle circus in Texas on Saturday. So, which I wish I could go to both of those, but unfortunately Texas, not a place I want to be right now. Um, but I think that's it. Uh, are there any indie shows like local ones coming up? 
Oh, apparently the APW show is they're thinking they're going to sell out because of oh, Pentagon Jr. Oh, shit. The APW show, I cannot remember when it's booked, but the it's card is... It's in February. It's in February, and there's Cody Rhodes, Joey Ryan, Pentagon Jr., Jeff Cobb, um, got a couple other people, I think, but I was talking to Mikey Nolan, and Mikey was like, yeah, those are... It's, they're thinking it's probably going to sell out, so... All right, I need to... When get I get paid that. next, I need to get Because I looked at him, stuff. and I was like, why? And he was like, Pentagon Jr., duh. And I went, oh. <laughs> oh, but here's... that. That's on a Friday, huh? It's always on a Friday. Yeah, but my schedule's all fucking To February? Weird now. Listen to John right now. No, like my work schedule. Oh, wow. I I work, I've been working on average over eight hours a day. Imagine I worked, making I ten, all that money. I worked 10 hours on Tuesday. Do you have to stand up your whole time? Do you have to talk to yes. people? No. Okay. Well, I talked to my coworkers. I, w- I would definitely 10 hours. That. That nine and a half, sucks. 10 hours. Overseeing your, your dress kingdom? Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited for this paycheck. Oh, my God. How much wrestling DVDs are you going to buy? I'm not going to buy. I'm no longer buying physical media. Okay. Do you want me to bring you your Christmas present next week? I think that we do have a Christmas present for me. <laughs> no, I don't. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> no, I'm think, fucking broke right no, now, I know, bro. I know, I know, I know. I'm saying I w- I'm going to bring you next week your Christmas present, and you can open it when we're recording. All right, fair. Down? Okay, cool. Because right. I have two for you. Two? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Kyle helped me with one of them. All right. Kyle. Wow. You brought Kyle into the game. Yes, I did. All right. So I woke Kyle up and had me had him help oh me. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So that is it for us this week. Episode 105, friends. Look at that. So uh, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. It's uh, Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter, even though I really don't tweet during the day. Fucking follow him, you guys. Please just follow me. I've lost. Follow me. Since my new job, I have lost five followers. I don't know who they are. John Pingle. I can't tweet during work. Do, am I supposed to follow Friday you right now? I will. On Friday, please. Yeah, to me, it's Friday. <laughs> I only mentioned Chuck Taylor's 15th anniversary twice, by the way, when I had promised an astounding five times. Three. Three. No. Sorry. Follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice and follow Marianne on Twitter. Sailor Moonsaults. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Search Tornado Tag Radio and rate and review us as well. Also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Huge shout out to Finally North. They do our music. Finallynorth.com is their website and soundcloud.com slash finally north. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our cool TTR shirts. We has them. And support TTR and all of the other podcasts on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. And once again... Chris, new nasty Chris, if you've made it this far. Did you read that tweet? Where he's, no! Where he said, now I have to say the new nasty Usos because of t- Tornado Tag Radio. Because <laughs> it's hysterical. He also told me that there's no shame in mentioning how many times I love Chuck Taylor. It's he brought not... that up. It's all your fault. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with it. Nothing. I love Chuck Taylor. So shout out to Chris. Maybe more than Tim Donst. At Brazilian <laughs> underscore Fury. Wow, that's that's some love right there. You guys. I unplugged it so I, we can't do the list. We're, yeah, we're done The with list, it. the list. We will come up with a list. I will give you a <laughs> it's list. It's just such a weird thing to do. But we'll No, we are, well, we are. Dan is, is that upset in- about us turning the list into something perverted, and we are not. Oh, he is? <laughs> Somebody was. I think it was Dan. Oh. was like, do you think he would be upset that you've turned it into something perverse? He probably would. That'll be our end of the year special. That? We'll have the we'll have our list. <laughs> 
Jesus. <laughs> Never once checked your All right. So that is it for us this week. Join us again next week for 106. There's only one thing left to do. So, Marianne, if you will. I was going to try and say ring the bell in Cesaro theme, but I can't do it. So ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs>